Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I'm joined by Greg and Steven as we go over all the action week 11. This week is the opposite of the last few weeks where all the good games are primetime games. The actual Sunday slate uh, in the morning and afternoon is not that good, but it is okay because it is football and we love football. We all love football. I forgot to mention this in the body of the podcast, but our favorite segment is back and it has to do with the first game. Alex's hot take. We are talking Ravens. We are talking Bengals. And here is her take. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. I'm not for real. It's about Lamar Jackson and how he squandered that game against the Browns. And she thinks, and I think as well, it will happen again. That is really all I have to say in this intro. It's a fast episode. There are a lot of bad teams playing good teams. We keep it fun. We keep it, we keep it great. It's going to be a good podcast, as always, with Greg and Steve. So, without further ado. Here is Greg and Stuart. Hello, Steven. Wait, is your name Stephen or bitch ass Greg? Hello, Greg. Hey. Hi. Hey. I'm 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 named normally. He's named a mean version of my name. Yeah, that is rude, Stephen. Uh, we don't accept bullying in this podcast, <laughs> and uh, you're right. We promote I, it. <laughs> we do kind of promote it. <laughs> Okay, we're going to jump into it really quickly. A little housekeeping, of course, as always. All of our survivors survived, surprisingly. Uh, Steven, you're going, to be, you're going to be upset that you did the double or nothing here because I, I think you might be in, um, in for a world of hurt when this is all said and done. As for last week, week 10, your host, your gracious host, Sterling Redke, went 7-7, seven and seven, 500. Steven, 9-5. and five. Greg, 9-5. and five. <clears throat> Congratulations, fellas. Our records are now as follows. I'm 76, 73, and one. Steven, a four game lead, 79, 70, and one. And Greg, one game under 500. Let's see if you can get over that, the hump this week. 35, 36, and one. We're into week 11. I'm going to be honest. These, this is probably the worst week of the season that I've seen so far with line wise. Uh, there's some good games, particularly Thursday and Monday night. Thank God the NFL has listened to us because last week we started saying, what the hell is happening? Panthers, Bears uh jets raiders and denver buffalo were the three last week this week it is Bengals ravens tomorrow vikings broncos dobbs versus uh the hot dobbs versus the hot wilson and then eagles Chiefs super bowl rematch on monday night i cannot wait you guys excited oh yeah two primetime broncos games in a row let's go they might make the playoffs they might sneak in uh which would be insane i i do want to just say also you see, I'm in a chipper mood. The reason I'm in a chipper mood is because although the Bengals did lose me all my money, and I am not going to midnight mass this year, Greg. I'm sorry. You might need to convert <laughs> me next 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 Christmas. Um, I won that back yesterday on the Timberwolves. So thank you, basketball. I'm thinking of not betting football anymore, but I'll be going to the casino tomorrow, betting every single game, like always. We'll see if I can rein it in a little bit. So week 11, we're jumping right into it. Full slate, Bengals, Ravens. Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home Thursday night. This line has fluctuated. It opened at three, went up to three and a half, went up to four, now down to three and a half. This game, to me, to me, is an absolute pick 'em. And so I'm going to take the points here. I think the Bengals last week got like shot in the foot. They had a little look ahead syndrome. Same with the Ravens against the Browns. I think both teams, uh, Went with that. Bengals still don't have T. Higgins. That's a blow. And Sam Hubbard's out. The Ravens always have a bunch of like random injuries that pop up. I think they're pretty healthy this year and and this game. But 
whoever knows. Lamar's due to get diarrhea one of these weeks, and I'm going to say it's going to happen this week. There's my analysis for the game. I think he's going to have to leave in the second quarter to go shit and won't come back to the fourth. Remember that? Remember that game where Lamar had diarrhea for like two quarters? Wasn't that insane? That means he had he had actual real insane diarrhea. Then I've been there. I've been there too. Imagine though, the hot you know, we, when you go on the toilet and you're just like, God, this fucking sucks. I want to get off. Imagine now millions of people are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And you got to think about that. You got millions of people waiting on you to finish poop. Yeah. I couldn't deal with that stress. Well, he might've had the hot wings I had last Thursday, because let me tell you, those things literally made me pace outside a restaurant and I love spice. Anybody listening? I love spice. I've said the story a lot. I hate retelling stories, but I need to just speak up for what happened to me. I was given a war, a weapon of war that I, that I ingested and I have never had anything that spicy. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I will be going back to that establishment and having them again because I need to test the beast once more. But in this game, I'm calling Lamar diarrhea. I'm taking the Bengals to cover three and a half and win out right now. Honestly, is this wongy enough for you, Greg? I might be teasing the Bengals up, but I also might bet the money line. Stupid me, but I can't stay away. I can't stay away from the Bengals. I love the big cats. Go Bengals. I'm taking them to cover. I think they might win. Uh, Steve. Yeah, Lamar didn't have a MVP caliber game last time. So I'm I'm gonna take the Bengals. I think they were looking ahead. I don't think the Ravens were looking ahead. I think they Ooh. already had a tough enough opponent in front of them, and that Cleveland defense showed that they are they're still pretty legit. Them holding Lamar to to having him two interceptions and not having a great passing game. No, uh, I trust switch the game around. Yeah, I trust the Bengals to I think can can outscore the Ravens. And I don't think the Ravens are going to hold the Bengals to less than 20 points. So give me the Bengals. Before you go, Greg, I want to give one real part of analysis here. The Ravens play cover three and they play in a zone all the time. Joe Burrow against zones is, is unbelievable. Without T Higgins, we'll see if it still stays that way. But if you're unable to man up against the Bengals receivers, it's really hard to stop Burrow from nickel and diming all the way down the field. So that's my actual analysis. Obviously, Anything can happen. There we go. And he's and also Lamar's gonna get diarrhea. That's real analysis as well. Great. And he's actually been dumping it off to Joe Mixon too. Mm-hmm. So there's that friend. Um, I I respect both of your guys' take on this game. I think um there's gonna be a very back and forth nature, I think, here. But I gotta go with the Ravens. I think they're a little bit healthier. I think they're a little bit more complete than Cincinnati right now. Um I think T. Higgins not going out for this game if he's not able to play, which it doesn't look like he's going to, is a big deal. They're able to they're able to make that that offense a little more one dimensional. I think without mm-hmm. him there, so I hate three and a half. Uh, I think this is probably a three point game, but I do give them a little bit of a advantage being at home. There is an advantage there for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, taking taking uh, taking the Ravens minus three and a half. Hey, can't blame you. If you, it's a close divisional game. I like the points. Uh, another one for sure. I am Sunday. We're done in Germany. We are on American soil the rest of the way. Thank God. Uh, Steelers hit Browns. The Browns are one point favorites. They were at four, four and a half. But the news of Deshaun Watson having season ender, season ending shoulder surgery. That's actually not that easy to say. That's a tongue twister. Uh, has led to the game to be basically a pick 'em. The Steelers are going to sneak into the playoffs. I really believe this. They're a terrible team who 
whoever the two seed or the three seed is that has to play him is going to be salivating at because I can see the Steelers making the playoffs, having negative point differential, having or maybe not that, having negative yard differential in every game, all this stuff, and then getting absolute the brakes blown off them by forty points or four touchdowns or something, something along that light. Um, this game, however, I bet on DTR before the quarterback that is starting for the Browns. His name escapes me. DTR. PJ Walker. It's not him. It's Dorian Thompson Robinson. Why isn't PJ starting? He's hurt. Oh, okay. And so Dorian Thompson Robinson's game where he started against the Ravens, he completed 53% of his passes for 120 yards and three picks. And he's getting a second chance against TJ Watt and the Steelers defense, which is also very strong. Now, I'm not saying this guy's a bad QB, but I am going to say that I'm going off his track record, which is one start against a very good defense where he couldn't move the ball. And I think that's going to happen again. So give me the Steelers to win outright. And it's a, it's minus one. So it's basically a pick them. So, but I think they're going to win this game. Even with Deshaun Watson, who, by the way, played the best half of his Browns career in the second half against the Ravens. I don't think he threw an incomplete pass in the entire second half. So, uh, but it's good karma that he's out for the season. And if you're the Browns ownership, you have to think about hiring an assassin at this point. This guy is robbing you blind right in front of you, not wanting to play football. When he does play, it's like he selects the games he wants to play. Now he so happens to get a random shoulder injury. He played the whole game when that happened. And so, I don't know. Think about it. Paul Brown or whoever the Browns owner is. It's probably not him anymore, right? I think he's dead. When did he pass? Yeah. A while a long time ago. ago. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah, before well, we were born. <laughs> okay. Not Greg. Greg was alive when he was playing football. Paul Brown. Oh man, I remember it well. I remember when Paul Brown passed. It was a sad day in my childhood. When he was sad playing football, Greg Paul was, was he, in the office. <laughs> was he um when he was playing football, was he a first guy in, last guy out type guy? I have no idea. I was a hard worker. Uh, Paul Brown. I have no idea. <laughs> you guys are giving me credit for history that I don't, I don't. Did you know Paul know. Brown invented the modern day face mask, the practice squad and the draw play. Wow. And he also p- played a pivotal role in breaking the professional football's color barrier. Oh, so some yeah. good, some other. Yeah. As well, Paul would say. We, 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 we are not fans of the face mask and practice squad. But a QB draw or a halfback draw is good. So yeah, the color barrier thing is pretty cool. That's a good thing that he did. But yeah, it's crazy they called him the Jackie Robinson football. (laughs) (laughs) That is what Paul Brown's nickname is. Have you gone uh, pro or or whatever is a pro football focus or? (laughs) But anyways, I have the Steelers here. I don't see a way in which DTR is able to move the ball. I think it's another disaster. Uh, I feel bad for Miles Garrett. Because Miles Garrett is the closest thing to Reggie White that we've ever had, I think. He's in, he's unbelievable. He's gonna he's a, he's a Hall of Famer no matter what, but he's gonna have some stats that are gonna put people to shame. So, I'm taking the Steelers. Feel bad for Miles Garrett, but let's see what they can do. Damn it, the Steelers are not on free agent. I was trying to go pick them up right now. Yeah, I wanted them. They lead the lead the league in a. Take away, so I'm pretty sure someone has them already. Yeah, they do. 
I'm screwed. Uh, okay, who do you got, Steve? Uh, I'm gonna take the Browns. I wow. think wow. two tough defenses. Uh, not gonna have Deshaun Watson throwing, having three turnovers again against the Steelers. Uh, I don't think Deshaun. Well, he's not out. playing. I know that's what I'm saying. It's a pro. <laughs> okay. So I'm gonna take the Browns. I think these are two tough defenses. I just I don't like Kenny Pickett. I don't like Kenny Pickett in the first two weeks of the year, and I, and now he's been they've been okay, but I'm gonna take the Browns. I don't like Pickett either. I'll be honest. Um, who you got or Greg? This one's super tough. I I have gone back and forth just listening to you guys talk, and it's in Cleveland, right? Am I correct? My yeah. phone's dead, so I can't look. Okay, it's in Cleveland, and so and we've got it at Cleveland is a, a one point favorite, correct? Yep. Is that the line we're taking? Okay. Yeah. Ah, oh, God, I hate betting on Dorian. Dorian Tom Thompson Robinson. Yeah, sorry, I forgot the rest of it, but uh, uh, I got to go with the Browns here. I think this is going to come down to like who can get a defensive touchdown, like a fumble recovery run back or a pick six or whatever, mm-hmm. and that'll be the difference because I don't think Pickett's going to do a whole lot. DTR is not going to do a whole lot, um, and it's going to be a low-scoring, ugly game like it always be- is between these two teams, so I guess I'll, I'll take the Browns minus one. Not not okay. super stoked about it, but hey, can't blame you. You're on the opposite side of history right now. Uh, <laughs> Raiders at Dolphins. There, there's some terrible lines here, so we can zoom through a couple of these because honestly, not every game needs expertise. Raiders are 13 and a half point underdogs in Miami. I'm gonna say this very quickly. Dolphins off a bye. Two is sporting a new haircut. He looks badass. Uh, they're angry that they lost in Germany. They want to come home, and make things right. This is a huge spread. Aiden O'Connell does not look like an NFL QB. I'm surprised the Raiders actually are the Raiders are five and five. I'm really surprised. That makes no sense to me. They've won two straight games. They're going to lose this game. 13 and a half is a lot of points. But I just look at this. Say the Raiders score on their first drive. And so basically you're down 21-0 if you're betting the Dolphins, right? Do I not think that the Dolphins outscore them by more than 21 points going forward? I do, so I'm taking the Dolphins, and that's how I, that's how I, that's how I, uh, that's how I formulate my idea of betting a spread that big, or picking a spread that big. So I'm going to go to the Dolphins because they could start 21-0 down, in theory, and they're going to win by more than 21. Go, Steve. That I just tongue twisted myself. Jesus. Yeah, no, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Dolphins too. I, good job, Raiders. You beat the Jets and the Giants. So good job. <laughs> good, good job. He also lost to the Bears earlier in the season, 30 to 12. So uh I think the Dolphins can put up more points in, against them. The Raiders defense is, is stinky. Uh Tua's got a new haircut. That's gonna help. Everyone knows that. Feel good, play good. Uh mm-hmm. I've never seen for a matchup predictor on ESPN be 90% Dolphins, Raiders nine percent. I've never seen a thing on ESPN for football that low. So yeah, um, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Miami, who do you got, Greg? Miami Dolphins. This line should be 16, just like the line with the Cowboys versus uh, the Giants last week. There's no reason this should be under two touchdowns. Dolphins, like you said, coming back from Germany, going to be hot. 
I guess Tua's got a new haircut. That always is a good thing. And uh, <laughs> the, the the Raiders are getting way too much credit for beating two crappy teams back to back. These guys have been partying for like two weeks straight, smoking cigars, doing their thing. <laughs> they keep smoking. They keep smoking. Like th- they're living the high life. They got a new coach. Everything is good now. We're finally fixed. No, you're not. You got a crappy quarterback. Aiden's not the answer. He's like this little like. Does he not look like some like weird, like, like budget clone of Derek Carr? Like, does does he not look exactly like him? <laughs> like, is it, look- am I the only one that sees that? He looks exactly like Derek Carr's. Like, oh like, my god! Like clone. I don't know. Oh, it's bizarre. Dude, I've never seen him. It's bizarre as hell. What the hell? But, uh, yeah. Isn't that supposed to No, but if he grew a little stash, it'd be it'd be Derek Carr. He has a mustache. Um, just, it's it's oh. the same. It's the same like head shape, and he wears yeah, the same number as Car, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, it looks like he's got a little bit of eyeliner on or whatever. So I don't know, but yeah, yeah like Dolphins... he hasn't slept in three weeks. Yeah, exactly. Signature that, like Car family look. <laughs> Is that a little disrespectful to Derek Carr that the Raiders gave his number away right away? Oh, for sure. Played there for the eight years. He's like the yeah. best. Right next, to, right next to Bo Jackson. <laughs> he's their best quarterback by far, right? Well, until you go back and, you know, you go back to the championship era where they won, you know, Super Bowls. But... Yeah, but what are we doing here? Like, those no, quarterbacks sure. suck. That's like that's like the best quarterback in Jets history. People would say Joe Namath. No, it's Chad Pennington or Mark Sanchez, which is insane. Oh, but that... That's actually who it actually is. Sure. The Raiders do not retire jersey numbers. One, yeah, but you don't teams. let the guy take number four right after, like the season after. Wait two years. Cool down. I agree. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Show I, some I don't think so. I mean, you didn't, see, you didn't see a quarterback have number, number 10 after Jimmy Garoppolo until Mac Jones came along, you know? He let a cool-down period after Jimmy G went elsewhere. Uh, God. Okay. We're all taking the Dolphins? Good. We'll all probably be in agreement on this one, too. Bears and Lions. Lions are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. This line has came down from, like, 11. I don't know what it got up to. I know it got up to the 11, at least. Did it get up higher than that, Greg? Do you know? Which one? The Lions. Bears. Oh no! I think I think it topped out ten and a half and eleven, and now it's okay. going back the other way since Justin Fields popped back on. Okay, it's seven and a half right now. I am going to bet a lot of money on a tease with the lines in it, and I'm going to bet them seven and a half, and I'm going to throw them. To, I already oh, I found my tease. Lions seven and a half, Jags seven. There we go. Thank you. Uh, I'm taking the Lions here to cover. The Lions are God. Honestly, I think. <sighs> I think they might win the NFC. I'm going to just say, I don't know. It's too early, but I think they got a good chance. That offense is good. Aiden Hutchinson, the good Aiden of the NFL, not Aiden O'Connell. The good Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson is is an absolute beast. Which one of you guys is horny for Aiden? Was that you, Steve? Me, 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 me. Yep. Well, I'm <laughs> talking him up. Keep it in your pants, Steve. Uh, I really like this Lions <laughs> team. I don't. I do not know why. Justin Fields being you kind of brought this up, Greg, already. Justin Fields being back does not justify a four-point swing. Uh, the secret Bajant. Uh, I wanted him to keep starting because I finally found out his name. It's been four weeks and now I know it. And <laughs> it looks like it looks like it doesn't even matter. So now you're forgetting uh, that. Yeah, it's gonna be forgotten quickly, but I just don't I don't know. Fields had like two good games before he got hurt. That does not erase two point one years of stinkiness. That's all I'd say. So give me the lines here, seven and a half. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I'm picking the cats today. Uh, Steve? 
Meow. Meow. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking the Lions as well. Um I don't care if Justin Fields is back. This is a team where I don't really might be actually worth worse off. So I'm gonna take Lions. They're at home. Jared Goff's gonna have a game. I know they just gave up this defense is good, but they just gave up a ton of points to the Chargers. But Justin Herbert did have probably the best game all season, but generally they hold teams to pretty low amount of points. So yeah. I think a team like the Bears, they can they could hold a team like this to a low amount. And I think they could easily win by, win by 10. Agreed. Gregory. Yeah, I'm excited to watch this matchup. Um, Den- or sorry, uh, Detroit generally struggles against mobile quarterbacks, but those are mobile quarterbacks that can throw the ball. Justin Fields hasn't proved that he can do that quite yet. So um, if you can make if you can make Chicago one dimensional and kind of force them to try to run, they're they're going to struggle against Detroit. I don't think yeah. that they're going to get any sort of uh, any sort of run game going uh, in this game. And you've got the Lions at home. They've got actually a pretty good f- home field advantage. the The Lions fans are nuts this year. They're really. <laughs> They're showing up everywhere. And it's awesome time. to see. Yeah, they're having a great time, man. It's it's awesome to see. They've that, been saving that for this their whole lives. Absolutely, absolutely. And so it's it's cool to see that happen for them. And uh, Dan Campbell, I, he seems to always get his team up for every game. Um, I think uh, I think there will be a bit of a come to Jesus moment after that kind of track meet they have with the Chargers where they just couldn't get a single stop. Like Herbert played a brilliant game. You got to give him credit. Great, great game plan there from Staley. He didn't make too many mistakes. Didn't really make any that I could see. But uh, I think this is going to be a different weight class uh, for the Lions going up against Chicago. Chicago is just awful. And, I mean, the other thing is we just act like Fields is just going to come back and be ready to go. He hasn't played in, what, three or four weeks? So it's been that, you know, that long. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's going to be some rust there. I think the Detroit defense will be able to take advantage of maybe a turnover or two from him. And uh, this should be a pretty easy cover. I think this line is, I don't know why it's going down. It shouldn't, but yeah. Why? Well, I, I saw one mistake by Staley this last week. Not getting it, fired. The final score. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Good point. But uh yeah. Uh okay, so we're all on the lines. We're green a lot right now. Here here comes another one, I think. This is a bad game. Giants commies. The commies are or the commanders are nine point favorites. Again, is this wongable? Am I allowed to wong this one down? Nine at home. No, I don't get through the three. I need to get through it has to be eight and a half. Okay. I still might tease it. Don't care. Uh here's my dilemma is Tommy DeVito is now my favorite QB in the NFL, and I need him to do well because I need the Giants to win games, especially the game next week against the Patriots, who I'm very nervous about. They're going to have to healthy scratch Ramondre and Christian Barmore and basically everybody in their secondary. And by all means, please start Mac Jones. I'm going to say something about Mac Jones real quick because I didn't. I need to talk about the Patriots once a week. He played the worst game I've ever seen a Patriots quarterback play in my life on uh, Sunday morning. I woke up at 6.30 for it. I just wanted to mention this real quick. That interception he threw was one of the hardest I've laughed at a football play in a long time. That had that wasn't that funny. He threw it off his back foot, 10 yards underthrown. It was a walk-in touchdown. I'm happy it happened because I had money on the Colts. I really want Caleb Williams to be a Patriot, but I felt bad for Mac after the fact. And um, please, I hope he starts this game. Actually, I don't want him to start. I want him to start um, not Zappy. They have a third guy on the team. 
from West Virginia. Who's Will Greer? That's who I want to start for the Patriots going forward. You got Tommy DeVito. We got Will Greer. Will Greer. Okay. Let's do that. So when we're talking about Tommy DeVito, all the stories about him piss me off. He he lives at home still. I have a question. Trump. Would you trust a QB that doesn't make his own bed? <laughs> you know, now that you put it that way, no, I wouldn't. He comes from home from practice. He has to wake up early. He doesn't make his bed. His mom comes in, makes the bed when he's gone. Comes home, takes the sheets off, all sweaty. Bed probably stinks. I just don't know how this guy. The Giants need to be investigated for what they're doing. This is your guy? I mean, what are we doing here? How how are they seriously doing this? And Colt um, McCoy's not on a team. Yeah, why is Cole McCoy not back there? He played in that team before. <laughs> this doesn't make does this make sense to any of you? To anybody? Is Tyra Taylor hurt? He's hurt, yeah, but they can't. There's so many quarterbacks out there. Why not Ryan? Oh, I yeah, but Tyra Taylor is on this team. Unvoked a dead man. That was bad. That was bad. Um, Tommy DeVito last week was 14 for 27, 86 yards. <laughs> Took five sacks. <laughs> They fumble teams. No fumbles. Okay. You know what? I take that game out of Mac Jones any day of the week. <laughs> 86 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm going to take the commies to cover here. Honestly, solid team. They're trying to tank, trading their entire defensive line away. They almost beat the Seahawks. They did beat the Patriots. It's kind of a it's riverboat. Ron is not happy. Actually, he probably is because he wants to keep his job. That will not happen. The enemy will be the coach of that team next year. I'm taking the commies to cover here. I just don't see a way in which uh, DeVito can lead this team to more than 10 points. I mean, 15 points, 20 points. Either way, the commanders are going to hang 30 on them. Give me the commies. Steve? I'm going to take, take the Giants. Ooh, you have trust in DeVito. Of, that's a lot of points. Last time, these teams only Tom- played once. It was 14-7, Giants. Giants defense is at least uh, somewhat capable. And Sam Howell is not good. So this is gonna be every super so often scoring. Yeah, every so often. When you let the running back just run up the seams every single time, you get hard to stop. <laughs> but yeah, no, give me give me the Giants. I think there's a lot of points for a team that's not both these teams are not good. This is a high spread. I know it's at home, but other other comedy fans still, I don't know. So uh... DC's not far DC's not far from New Jersey, so give me the Giants. Woke up this morning, got myself a gun. I've been rewatching The Sopranos, New Jersey based. Great show, <laughs> best show ever, actually. Uh, Greg, I am joining Stephen. I wow. think nine points is way too much respect to give to Washington. Um, this team uh, has kind of a head coach that I I don't understand what he's doing half the time. I think he's kind of got one foot out the door. Whether he likes it or not, he's not going to be that coach next year. And I think you could see this being a little bit of a letdown spot for the commanders coming back from Seattle. Long, long, long road trip for them. They had a, you know, pretty hard fought contest there. The Seahawks made it way more competitive than it should have been. Um, And the Giants, uh, this is just kind of one of those games where they maybe wake up and DeVito believe it or not, not a great passing quarterback, but he can run when he's had, 
chances to kind of scoot with the ball. He can scoot. He's he, he's fast, man. Yeah, that kid can scoot. Um. So, what's that? Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Yeah, but uh, he can run a little bit, and I think that opens up um, some of the other plays. Like, I mean, obviously it's Saquon or nothing, and then maybe every now and then he come drops back and you know shuts off and does his thing. But uh, I don't know. I, I for whatever reason the number is is really the bet here. It's it's just too many points. So taking he the can nine. scoot. Yeah, he's fast. I like it. I actually really hope they win. I really hope they win this. And then I hope they win next week. And then I hope they keep winning. Uh, if that number's too high for you, let me let me ask you this. Is seven against Will Levis a little too high as well? The Titans are taking on Jacksonville. In Jacksonville, one of the most abysmal performances of the NFL season thus far was how Jacksonville played against the 49ers. Absolutely getting bitch slapped around by everybody on Kyle Shanahan's team. I'm going to tell you this. When they kept trying to give McCaffrey the touchdown at the end of the game, if you're Jacksonville, you got to be diving for knees. I'm serious. Bound to gate their ass. That's Bush League. They took out they took out Brock Purdy. They took out Debo. They took out Kittle. They took out the offensive line. All that was in was McCaffrey, and they kept throwing to him, giving him handoffs. If you're Jacksonville, you got to have some pride and injure that man. And I love McCaffrey, but you got to dive at the knee. You have to. You just have to. You can't allow that to happen to your team. Who's their coach, Doug Peterson? Doug, look at me. Look at me, Doug. If that happens to you again, you're fired. You're out of you're out of you're out of the NFL. You know where you can coach? You can coach in sissy ass CFL up there where there's no where there's no hard hits. But in the NFL, if you try to bush league me by getting your guy his 18th straight game with a touchdown and you, everybody else is out and you're up 35 to 3, mm-mm, mm-mm. Doug, listen to me. Doug, you're Don't the new coach of the again. winning. The winning I have my eye like on you. Blue Bombers. I have my eye on you, Doug Peterson. Okay. With that being said, happy to get that out of my system. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to cover seven. Now, Mike Vrabel may say, hey, Derrick Henry needs to get in the end zone. Doug Peterson, what are you going to do about that? You tell me. Jacksonville will win this game. They will cover. It's a bounce back game. Will Levis, a little fall from grace from his hot start. Uh, Been a little more, mm, not that great. So I'm going to take Jacksonville here. I still think they're a good team. A lot of people are taking Houston to win this division now because of how CJ Stroud's played, which is incredible, by the way. They will not win this division. It's Jacksonville's division to lose. Go out there, make a statement. And honestly, after this game, I hope they I hope they comment on McCaffrey trying to score on them. Because after you lose 35-3, you really can't say anything. Or what 38-3, you really can't say anything. You got to win one to, to start talking shit again and say, we'll see you in the Super Bowl. Steven just died. Uh, he'll be back. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to take Jacksonville in this game. So. <laughs> his, yeah, his I think you're right. Probably just, yeah, he's going to take Jacksonville. I can tell. Yeah. Who are you going to take? He's he's coming. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's back. Um, yeah, I think this is definitely, a, like you were saying, this is definitely a back a bounce back spot for the Jaguars. Um, they were disrespected, I think, by their performance against the 49ers. I think everybody was expecting a much better game. And uh, they came out of the bye looking really, really tired. Like they had... Uh, you know, partied a little too much. I don't know what happened, but <laughs> the Niners came out, stole their lunch, and and, and walked back, uh, walked back to the Bay Area. So, um, yeah, it's Jacksonville minus seven. I think this opened up six and a half, maybe six actually. 
And so the line is creeping um, ever higher. Uh, I don't know why that is. I don't. Mm. I don't know. There was any injury news out of out of Tennessee. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. So I think that Jacksonville's probably just getting bet like crazy, which makes sense. Minus seven is too is too little. This this should be seven and a half realistically. So get it while you can. Jacksonville minus seven. Uh, Steve, I already took Jacksonville for you. You agree or disagree? You taking the Titans? I agree. Yeah, I thought so. You have anything else to add, or are you good? <laughs> no, I'm good. You also hate uh, Sean uh, Sean McDermott. I hate as well, but uh, Doug Peterson. <laughs> no, 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 Doug Peterson won Super Bowl. Yeah, that is Straight true. Super Bowl. Favorite uh, Super Bowl of my life. Uh, that one made me cry. Uh, Cowboys at Panthers. Panthers are ten and a half point underdogs at home. This is the easy stretch of the Cowboys season. I don't see how it changes. Why is Frank Wright taking back the reins and calling plays now? They gave it away two weeks ago. Now, now today it's announced. I I know how to call plays. Do you? I don't know if you They've do. been doing good without you. I don't know if you do, Frank. Uh, I'm taking the Cowboys to cover here again. Like, what are we doing? This should be another 16 and a half point spread. Carolina's a bad team. They don't score. The defense is average at best, but really it's not because the, the offense turns the ball over so much. The Panthers had to be killing themselves for taking Bryce Young over Stroud without Stroud's panned out so far. And I was in the camp of, like, Stroud was going to suck. I did not think he would be good. I thought he – I thought I think Ohio State quarterbacks really can just process the game as easy as possible because none of the receivers are covered, and they're always playing with, like, four first-round receivers every year. But Stroud's been amazing. Bryce Young has been a disaster. I'm not going to say he's a bust yet. It's still too early, but – um and he has terrible people. He he's thrown to terrible players. So, I mean, Adam Thielen's corpse, corpse is his uh is his number one guy. So, but still not looking that great. Looking very regrettable, especially with how good Stroud is playing. Stroud's like one of the best rookie QBs of all time. Uh, I just don't see how the Panthers can keep this close. Dallas is steamrolling teams. They beat up on bad teams. Dak the bully is like I like to call him because he he beats up on bad teams. Um, he's a real bully. Yeah, it's not like Josh the bully, uh, who's now getting slapped around by his own team. We'll talk about the Bills in a sec, but um, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Easy. That that's an easy one, I think. I don't see how the Panthers can cover that. Steve, you take the Panthers. You see how they can? <laughs> no, I'm I'm taking the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys always can beat up on really bad teams. We'll see when they finally actually get to play a good team, which might not happen forever. Well, they played but, the Eagles in like three weeks, four weeks. Oh, okay. They played them good last time, at least. Yeah, they should have won time. that game. They did lose. Well, that's, yeah, no, they find a way to lose the big one. I'm taking the Cowboys. Uh, I'm not out on Bryce Young. I think I think he's still going to be a great quarterback. They just Thielen's been hurt, and who else did they have to throw to? I can't even name another wide receiver on that team. So, Terrence I'm Marshall? not out on him. Is that one? Terrence Marshall from LSU? I think he's there. I might be wrong. Okay. But he's not no, good. Not like good. he he's he's not been good. They wanted Jamar yeah, Chase got Terrence Marshall. If, if your best guy is a six year old Adam Thielen, then you know, maybe maybe don't be out on this guy yet. But uh um, I'm not out. I, I I people are though, but I'm gonna take the cowboys here. I this this line should be way higher, I think. I agree. Uh Greg, you agree or disagree? I really actually think this line is in a very scary spot where I don't fully um, I don't fully concur with you guys that this is uh, super duper low. The uh, 
Carolina Panthers are sneaky good at home. Um, they lose pretty much every game, but when they lose at home, it's by a little bit less than they usually do. And the Cowboys are frightening after a big win. Like they just, they seem to like have let down spots every single week right after they have a big blowout. That said, I am riding with the Cowboys and you guys minus 10 and a half. I wish it were 10 because I think this might be a little bit closer than we're all thinking, but um, you can't put your money behind Carolina. Can't put your money behind Frank Reich. And I don't know. I just, what's that? You can't. I agree. You can't. Yeah, you can't. It's uh, it's malpractice. And yeah, Bryce Young is, uh, yeah, he's, uh, how do you say, not good? He's too small. He's not going to last in the NFL, I don't think. He's too He's too fragile. Um, huge, huge miss there. CJ should have been number one, as Steven told everybody uh, back in the day. So, yeah. Yep. Cowboys. I did my scouting. <laughs> Steven picked. Bryce Young to be the offensive rookie of the year, by the way. I know he's he's re, he's reminded us that many times. I think yeah, not uh, sorry, no, no, I'm sorry, Bryce Young. Uh, oh, Bryce Young. Yeah, his preseason prediction was Bryce Young. Oh, did I, I why, did, you said... why did I say that? <laughs> no, you you, you say you like Stroud, but uh, you picked Bryce Young. I picked Bijan, by the way, who does not get used oh, goal line situations. Well, Bijan's a technical rookie of the year, but my yeah. comeback player of the year though that might that might. Then I pick Russell. You pick Russell Wilson, but I'm sorry, the race is it's, over. It's Demar. It's Demar. Demar made a tackle last week. I don't know if you yeah, saw. Yeah, his odds went from minus 105 before the game to uh, minus like 300 afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> he's lock. If he wins that award, just get rid of that award. He will he win be, the award. Yeah, it's over. The, watch in like uh, in our lifetime, that award is going to be renamed to him. <laughs> Thank God, <laughs> I, would, I would be surprised. <laughs> the revisionist history of of that event. Oh no. Are you taking Dallas, Cam. Greg? I didn't write. I didn't. Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. My turn. I heard what you're saying. I just didn't know about your pick. Okay. Yeah, that will be renamed after Demar Hamlin. Uh, Chargers, Packers. Packers are three point home dogs against the Chargers. Uh, you see, Jordan Love looked very okay last week for the first time in about a month. The Chargers scored a lot of points. I just, oh God, I'm going to take the Chargers simply because I just don't think that Bright or sorry. Jordan Love is very good, and that team struggles a lot to move the ball. The Chargers move the ball usually against anybody. It just matters on what their dim-witted coach does on fourth and one from the six or eight-yard line, which really dictates how many points they score because maybe they should just take the points against teams like the Packers. Newsflash, they're not going to score more than 20 points, uh, Mr. Staley. Okay. So take the points when you got them. I'm going to take the Chargers here. They actually need this game. I guess both teams need this game, but I don't think any of us or anybody in the world really thinks the the Packers are a playoff caliber team this year with the quarterback that they're playing. Uh, the Chargers, on the other hand, if they lose this, they're going to drop to four and six. And I think that would make them pretty much out of the playoffs because I think that wild card is going to need to be they can still get to nine. They can still get to ten wins, but I think they really can't afford to lose another game after that. You win the games you have to win. This is the game they have to win. I'm going to take them. I think they're going to win by, by a touchdown or so. Steven? yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers as well. I think, I think maybe they've kind of found their footing. Justin Herbert looked really good. I think 
his finger being banged up might have might have finally actually healed um at least where it's comfortable to play <laughs> on an entire game so i'm gonna take the chargers here i, I, I keep forgetting the four and five because of just who's on that team but that's pretty normal for them every year so, but this is this is a game they have to win you lose this game four and six they're not making playoffs with the afc and how it is i agree Break. Yeah, this is a game that I don't think anybody in this group is going to be actually putting real money on. I bet the on Chargers. Chargers. I'm actually going to bet. You you're yeah. actually going to bet this? Yeah, don't oh, wow. bet them. Wow, you must hate yourself. I um, do. Yeah. I do. I have a, uh, I have a pain kink. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna. I said this. I said this. I said this. I said this uh, in a in a group message. I said losing big bets makes me feel more alive than anything. <laughs> I just sit there angry. You should have seen me after the Bengals oh, game. I was, I, literally, only... I was literally like just gambling addiction. Well, no, I, I didn't speak for about two and a half hours once the Bengals oh, lost. I, did, I literally would mute. No. So what could be better than the Chargers losing to the Packers, you know? Man, put it all put it all on the Chargers, man. You won't talk for a week. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I I don't know how you put money on the Chargers, like especially as a road favorite going into Lambeau. But here we are. I have to pick this game because this is the game we've been given. And I'm I'm riding with both of you and Brandon Staley at minus three against the Packers. And I'm sure the Packers will have some miraculous game. Aaron Jones will go off for like three touchdowns and uh, we'll all be going, wow, I can't believe I picked the Chargers again. And I put that much money on it, Sterling. But uh, that's why I'm not betting this game is because it's the Chargers, and the Chargers are going to charge her. So, yeah. Can't blame you. Um, I'm still picking them. I, I, I'm i just not going to bet any money on it. I just got an Instagram DM. Uh-oh. So there's a new chicken place opening up in Spokane. Yeah. Houston's Hot Chicken. I already know. It's famous. And what I just got sent is the first person to eat three of these HWAP HWHAP tenders for three minutes and no liquid wins a thousand dollars on Saturday at 12 p.m. Oh, God. I have to go there after our first match and I will easily do that. Three super hot tenders. You no have to be the first person. Yeah, see, that's a problem. You, you know, people are going to be lined up for that. Yeah, dude, it's Spokane. You're going to have like a thousand people there. Oh yeah, that's what they're trying to get. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah. I I'll go yeah, there in like two weeks and try them, and I'll and I'll eat them, and I'll pay full price. I'll be like, hey, yep. just so you know, I could have won that thousand dollars. Just to prove a point. Well, not as, <laughs> honestly, if they're as, if they're smart, they make them as spicy as those wings that I had on Thursday. The fuck is spicier. They can't be spicier. There's no they're way. They're definitely spicier. Steve, they're definitely spicier right. than the garlic parmesan uh, <laughs> wings you had. <laughs> okay, number one, I don't want to hear disrespect to you from you from about spice. I'm going to tell you this. I go to Thai restaurants, I say give me eight spice. I go to Indian restaurants, I say give me ten spice. I want spicy as hell. I want to be crying when I'm eating. What that happened was it closed – it gave – I had like a sensory overload. The waitress came up to me three times, and I said the exact same thing. Tip of my hat to the chef. I'm out there spitting a bit. This is way too hot. I love it though. And then the people I was with was like, whoa, what are you saying? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, <laughs> did I already say this? I had amnesia. 
I came home. I barely even drank, honestly. And I don't remember going to sleep. I couldn't hear. My eyes were all, all lopsided. My esophagus was swollen and non-feeling. There's no way those there's no way those tenders are harder than those wings. Because if so, then wow. That's also the chef. Tip, tip of the cap to the chef. I'll be outside <laughs> spinning a bit. Uh, <laughs> okay, moving on. Cardinals, Houston. Houston's hot chicken coming to Spokane. Opening this Saturday. Not a plug. We'll see if they sponsor the podcast. Free chicken for you, for Greg and I, forever. You don't eat chicken, Greg. God damn. Uh, Greg only eats pork. Cardinals at Texans. <laughs> the Texans are. He loves his it's bacon. A dirty animal. The Texans. Yeah. He. The Texans are five point favorites against Arizona, and Kyler Murray's back. I'm gonna say this. CJ Stroud the last two weeks, incredible. I don't want to. I don't want to tear the man down whatsoever. He has been stellar. He is well on his way to being a, to winning the rookie of the year, to be making the Pro Bowl probably, to being a near all pro level quarterback his rookie year. And if he keeps this up, good on him. D'Amico Ryan's, I thought you were an idiot to take the job in Houston. I thought you had the pick of any job. I understand you played in Houston for a long time. You're coaching your ass off. Congratulations, Houston. Good story this year. However, making them a five point favorite over anybody, no matter the team is abysmal. It should not happen. Kyler Murray looked good last week. Legitimately looked good. Uh, makes me think Arizona should probably rethink. I know it's one week, but he came off like a eight, 10 month injury and he looked really, really good. Uh, they have something there. Arizona's not going to win many games, but you don't even have to win this game. You just need to lose by less than five. I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover here. And honestly, I think they do win this game. I think Houston is in a spot where a lot of people are in the hype train of CJ Stroud, which is, is totally fine. He's amazing, but they aren't looking at what that defense is, which is pretty shaky still. And I think Arizona is actually, a, I think Kyler Murray, you see what quarterbacks Arizona put out there this year. And Josh Dobbs, I no disrespect to jo- Josh Dobbs. He's amazing. But Kyler Murray's a clear upgrade. Josh Dobbs made every game pretty competitive, especially in the first half. Kyler Murray's, Kyler Murray, people do forget this is a very good quarterback. And I know he's missed some time, but hey, I think the Cardinals are a fine team. Give me the Cardinals here. Plus, or yeah, plus five. Steve? That's a, that's a hard one. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals plus five as well. Because uh, when, you know, when the Cardinals lose, the Cardinals really actually look pretty good. I don't know about this team. It just, the Texans defense has like no one good on it at all. And the Cardinals have shown they can still put up points against like bad teams or move the ball against bad uh, good teams. So I like this. I like this. this is gonna be a must-watch barn burner game. We're gonna see if the Cardinals are truly tanking in this game and how they're gonna lose last second. So give me the Cardinals out plus five. Okay, I think the first pick is between the Giants, the the Bears, and the Patriots. I don't think the Cardinals have a chance now. I think they're gonna win too many games. They're going to win at least one or the, two more. The Bears don't have their pick, right? The Bears do have their pick. It's the pan the the Panthers pick is what I'm saying. So it's going to be the Panthers getting the first pick that'll go to the Bears. That'd be insane when the Panthers have two top five picks. No, the Bears. Maybe the Bears, the Bears will have two <laughs> oh, top five picks. Yeah, yeah, that will be. Dear Lord, hope it's four and five. 
<laughs> that would actually be amazing. They wouldn't get the top. Yeah. They don't get a QB or Marvin Harrison Jr. They have to take two tackles. They should, yeah, if they have a pick for Marvin Harrison, they probably should take him <laughs> and maybe try out Justin Fields one more time. It'd be crazy if they had like one, two and took like their next generational quarterback and got a generational It'd be Caleb receiver. Williams and Marvin Harrison. They take them both right there. But I don't think be the, the Bears will win too many games to have the second pick. Yeah. That pissed cool. me off too. They'd ruin two two generational talents. Uh, who do you have they for get, this game, uh, Greg? And, have, and, and Chicago has Connor Bedard. They just get like generational talent for every sport. Ruin them all, Derrick Rose. Yeah, <laughs> they ruin everybody. Uh, I I agree with you, Stephen. I'm really excited to see this game, and it's probably not one of those marquee games that anybody's super excited about, except for super football nerds like us. But uh, I. I do wonder, um, is Arizona going to start tanking again? Like, is that the is that the kind of coming out party for Kyler we saw last week where, oh, yeah, he can still run, like, and he looked amazing. Like, he was fast as could be. That one he run looked, was amazing. Oh, my God. That was awesome to see. I was so excited to see him come out and look like just vintage Kyler Murray. Um, but that said, they still barely beat Atlanta, and I don't think Atlanta's a world beater by any any stretch of the imagination. They're a pretty mediocre team with a mediocre coach that doesn't know how to use the talent that he's got, which is excessive. He's got a great team uh, beyond quarterback, of course. So I'm taking I'm taking the Texans minus five. I hate that line. It should be lower. It should be three. Um. But I just I my question is on Arizona, what the motivation is like, are they trotting out Kyler for a half and he has a really good half and then they put in Clayton Toon and it's just like, OK, who wants to make a trade? I, I feel like I just can't figure out what they're what they're going for. So I can't I can't bet them. Issue is they, they can't can. do that. They Yeah, they, you're winning probably last right. Week, winning last week is uh, a death blow to the first pick. No, you're you're totally. They're going right. to end up winning at least one more game, and then strength of schedule comes into play. The like I said, Arizona could still, I guess, get it if they don't win another game. But you're going to have the Giants have one win, right? They have two. Giants have two, two. I think. Okay, yeah, I think so two. they have. So the Panthers are the only team with one win. So it's Panthers, Giants, Patriots, Cardinals. Those are the four teams with two wins. I think. Every yeah, but here's the, here's the concern though. Also, like, they're on a ton of they're they're on a huge hook if Kyler gets hurt. Yeah. Like he's got a ton of guaranteed money. If he goes, that's out why there, I didn't think he was going to come back. I didn't think. He yeah. Was yeah. Back. Fair. I didn't either. I don't think anybody did. So I don't know what the plan is there, but I could see him going out for a half, having a really good half. And then they just put him back in the bubble wrap, put out Clayton tune and he tanks. I don't know. I'm not saying that's going to happen. Um, I didn't read the script this week. I'm sure you have better access to the NFL script than I do. Sterling. But... That's your job. Oh, Steve's got the script. Okay. Um, anyways, I, I don't know. I just uh I, I believe more in the Texans. I think they're more motivated to win. Um, I think that uh D'Amico Ryan's definitely the better the better coach. So I'm going with them. Okay. Um, we have five more games. No break today. We're just gonna go straight through it. Tampa Bay at San Francisco, San Francisco eleven and a half point favorite at home. Looks like they got their swagger back last week, killing Jacksonville, as we talked about. Doug Peterson, my eyes on you. Uh, spreads a little high. I think San Francisco does win this game. Obviously, duh, they're like minus 600 if you're going to fit them straight up. But the Bucks are going to move the ball. Baker moves the ball on everybody. This seems a little high for me. 
it's either there's going to be one or two ways. Either this line could be 20 points or this line should be like seven because it's going to be in that it's going to be in that zone where San Francisco is going to kill them. It's going to be another 38 to three type game where Baker looks like his Carolina Panther self or it's actually going to be pretty close. And I think it's going to be pretty close because I, I do like what Tampa has on offense. I think they move the ball against everybody they've played so far. Maybe it sands one team. Um, and the 49ers, again, coming off a bye last week against Jacksonville, I think that they really needed that game. Purdy looked really good again. But we'll see. I, I like Tampa here at this line. I think it's a little a little too rich. I think I think if you're going to bet this, you can alt line it 14 and a half or 17 and a half. And I think you're going to win that because if they win by if they win by 12 points, I think that they win by a lot more than that. That's that's how I would look at this. I'm going Tampa. Steven. The, the lines on this, I feel like it's every other week. This week is weird. It's kind of weird, but uh, I don't know. I think the 49 is kind of back back to who we think they are. And after that game against Jacksonville holding them to that little point, I think I don't think I like Tampa's offense that much more than Jacksonville's. So I'm gonna take the 49ers here, even though the spread is insane. But yeah. I think the 49ers are back to who they are. I think they need that that little off week. Their bye week? You think we can get some back yeah. together? By the way, real quick. Back uh I just wanted to mention this is backtracking one game, but Arizona beating uh Atlanta and them not firing Arthur Smith is insane. I cannot believe he still has his job. They're on their bye week, by the way. So that's that's why I brought, brought this up. We're not talking Atlanta, but I was positive, and I bet the Falcons that if they lost that game, they would fire Arthur Smith, and he's still the coach there, which is just insane to me. So sorry, I just wanted to mention that because because uh we talked about bye weeks. So we'll see if Atlanta gets their swagger back off their bye as well. I doubt it. So sorry. Greg, what do you have in Tampa Bay, San Francisco? I have to agree with you, Stephen. I don't Ooh. think uh, I don't think Tampa Bay has a shot in this. I think that they definitely could do a backdoor cover and and lose by ten. But the Niners have been pretty rock solid at home, um, especially under uh, uh, Shanahan. And despite Sterling's opinions about this gentleman, I think Brock Purdy is actually a pretty good quarterback. And I think he's one of the few that has worked really well in Shanahan's system. I know we're probably starting a debate up uh, if he's even there to hear this, but uh, I think Brock Purdy is a top five quarterback in the NFC. Wait, what? And... Excuse me, what the hell are you saying, yeah. Greg? What? Yep. <laughs> he's back. Yeah, um, I, I heard some. I, think, I, I, sn- I smelled shit. I smelled the yeah. smell of shit. Oh, I thought you went to the bathroom. Is that what? Oh, um, did you got to wipe again, buddy. Yeah, did you forget to wipe? But uh, yeah, I really <laughs> like the Niners in the spot. I think that they'll they'll keep it. Oh God, I think they can win by uh, a, two touchdowns here. I really think Baker's overrated. Um, I don't think he's beat any marquee teams. And San Francisco this year is very much a marquee team. So this is, I think, out of reach for them. And, yeah, there's a coaching mismatch, home field advantage, uh, huge, huge talent disparity between the two teams. Um, so, yeah, it's Niners, Niners minus 11. Let's go. Um, you said You said you think that 
he is Brock Purdy's a top five QB in the NFC. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you this. I think so too. And I also think Baker <laughs> is a top five QB in the NFC. I disagree. I disagree. Can we go through them? No, yeah. I just disagree. I don't want you to. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just. I disagree. You know what? Brock, I don't want to hear names was, either. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear names. I think Brock was um, one injury away from playing in the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl last year, and instead Hertz got in and lost the Super Bowl. So, um, oh, I'd say this: yeah. Jimmy G was one throw away from winning the Super Bowl, and nobody said he's a top five QB in the NFC at any point. How about that? How 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 are them apples? Huh? That's true. Uh, that's an entirely <laughs> different season with an entirely different, uh, yeah, cast of characters. Yeah. But that's way I, too far I, back. I think I would just say this. To... I would just say this with, and I'm not. I do think I'm. I'm agreeing with you. I think Brock Purdy is the top five QB in the NFC. I agree. Wow. Okay. But I'm saying, I'm saying, if you look at these names, it's Jalen Hurts, it's Dak Prescott, and then it's probably Brock Purdy, and then it's Baker Mayfield, unless you like Taylor Heineke or Bryce Young, or Justin Fields, or... Hey, oh, Gino. Jared Goff. Jared Goff is in there, too. Jared Goff is in yeah, there. Yeah, Jared Goff's definitely top five. So, um, yes. Sorry, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. I, okay. I, was, I miss, missed him, but yeah. But you look at the QBs in the NFC, it's really, really... You're forgetting really about Sam Howell. Sam Howell, Josh yeah. Dobbs? Yeah! Sam Howell's Sam no joke. Some, Sam Howell's one of the most yards. This Sam year. Howell is worse, than, is worse than Baker Mayfield. Sam Howell's I don't know. I don't know. Oh, my God. Hey, okay. Don't don't sleep on Hal. He's legit. He's just got kind Hal. of a. I don't sleep on Sam. I call him Sleepy Sam. <laughs> uh okay. Well, hey, I do agree that Purdy is top five in the NFC, but I do think Baker is as well. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Seahawks Rams. Rams are one point underdogs at home. So the Seahawks basically pick them here. Stafford is back. I want to put a lot of money on the Seahawks here. I will not because the Rams give them problems every year. Every game, they're their kryptonite. It's begging me to bet the Seahawks here because you're getting your basically a pick them. I just, I, I just can't. I'm not going to bet this game. If I do, I will take the Seahawks, but I, I think I'm going to stay away. I think the Seahawks win the game. Again, I, I, can't, I don't know how healthy Stafford is. I kind of thought he was going to be out for the season with how they treated the injury at the start. Uh. McVay is an amazing coach. I will never diss McVay, but I honestly think he should have retired last year because what are you coming back to? You know, they're three and six. They, they're kind of, the NFC is a different playoff picture. I guess they're still could be in it, but you can't really drop this game. Seattle has a chance of the division still. And I know Gino's had a bad year and it looks like he's reverted to old Gino, but that team's still good and they have a good roster. And they're going to be able to win games against teams like the Rams. And the only reason I'm the only reason I'm not going to bet this is because of what the Rams because of my respect for Sean McVay is why I will not give my was why I will not donate my money to the Spokane Tribe Indian Casino. I will rather give it to a charity of McVay's choice. That's how much I respect him. So I'm taking the Seahawks here to win. I think they can win this pretty easily. I really don't trust this Rams team whatsoever. Stafford's kind of done. That's all I'd like to say. We have four games left, including this one. So, Steve? Yeah, I'm going to take the Seahawks, too. I don't know. I'm going to stay consistent and say I don't know what kind of quarterback I'm going to get after being out for so long. Mm-hmm. Even out for one week ruins you as a quarterback. So, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think Gino will have a good game. 
Um, is this is this in Seattle or in LA? It's in it's in LA, which it's still probably a Seattle home game. Yeah, I feel like LA shows out for the Rams at least a little better than the Chargers. So, but still, give me the Seahawks. I feel like Seahawks still travel well. Okay. Greg, are you going to pick your team or are you going to go against them? You choose. Well, I have picked the Seattle Seahawks every single week. I have been on this beautiful podcast of ours here, or yours, or yours and Stevens. I don't want to claim uh, possession. I'm the emperor. I'm the king. Okay. And I bow to you. I bow to both the emperor and the princess. Um, Kiss my hand, Greg. I, I... I kissed your hand, Stephen. Princess Stephen. Yeah, proper princess. That's real cute. (laughs) That's real cute. Thank you, Greg. Let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. You know, I lost lost a lot of respect for McVeigh after their loss uh, last time they played. They had a bye week last week, so they didn't play last week. (laughs) But uh, the week prior, they started our homeboy from Spokane, Brett Rippon. Okay. Uh-huh. Brett went out there and he tried to rip it as hard as he could and didn't mm, go didn't, one. Didn't didn't go. Thank you. <laughs> it's late. I'm sorry. Uh, it didn't go too well. But you know what? Who expected it to? Well, apparently Sean McVay did because he fired Brett Riven immediately thereafter. On they released Monday. him. They released him. And let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Pete Carroll ain't Pete Carroll ain't sleeping on Brett Riven because what did Pete Carroll do? He said, "Oh, Brett Riven's available." Oh, let's sign him to the practice squad. And that's exactly what he did. Brett Rippon is now a Seattle Seahawk back oh. home where he belongs in the state of Washington, Seattle by a million today. Okay. He's going to be in the oh. Brett Rippon. Oh. Brett Rippon's going to get these guys all fired up. You would believe what, what a mean guy Sean is. You know, he, he, <laughs> Here's he puts his play me calling. out there. <laughs> yeah. He expects me to win the game. Well, I'll tell you what, big guy. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I, I should be on a practice squad. That's where I am right now. And I'm here to hype you guys up take the LA Rams down. Okay. I'm done with this whole Seattle Seahawks, LA Rams nonsense. We're better than them this year. And let's go out there and prove it. Seattle by like two touchdowns. Good job, Greg. How's your best explanation on this podcast? Except for when you said you tried to rip it. Uh, but hey, everything else, everything Fair. else was stellar. I'll, I'll everything else made sense. Everything else made you. sense. Maybe a random applause. Thank you. It started out slow, but I got there. Well, we're yeah, all on the Seahawks. And you didn't share any numbers. Great explanation. <laughs> That's actually my favorite thing. We don't yeah, need very... nerds. <laughs> uh, it might be a little cold there. You know how good. You know how good. Gino's Smith really does bad in in, in wind domes? that's over five miles per hour. So I don't know if it's going to be on, good on the inside stadium. You're you're growing, Greg. You're learning. I like it. Um, Thank you. Jets Bills Bills are seven point favorites. Why? I'm taking the Jets to cover based on that. Uh. They should not be favored by more than three any game they play. The Jets are going to f- kill them defensively. I, I know that they have Zach Wilson, so I guess that's the reasoning. But, like, are we watching the same Josh Allen? Josh the boy, as you like to call him? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. The Bills are going to miss the playoffs. Their window is closed. It's slammed shut. Diggs is probably going to get traded in the offseason. They're going to get a second, maybe a first for him. He's very talented. If I'm a team, I would not trade for Stefan Diggs. That's just what I would real quick. I would not make a deal for him. He is uh he he is now would have forced his way out of two places. He's basically the James Harden of the NFL, where I wouldn't touch touch players that 
just continue continuously pass the blame to other people. He's getting his targets. He's getting his receptions. What does he want? And so they're going to probably have to get rid of Stefan Diggs because he already wanted out this last summer and they were able to come to an agreement and, and restructure the contract next year. Josh Allen's contract really kicks in for, I think it's a $43 million cap hit. I just, I think they missed their window and it makes me so happy because there is no fan base that has acted like they have one more without winning anything than the bills. And this is on Twitter this is everywhere. As a Patriots fan, they act like they run the AFC East now. Have they even they've not they didn't make a Super Bowl. They haven't made a Super Bowl. They've made one AFC championship game where they got killed by the Chiefs. That's what I remember. Um, this is unfortunate because Josh Allen, by all intents and purposes, seems like a good guy. I think he's funny. I watch the celebrity golf things where uh he's played with Brady and Rogers and Mahomes. They all just muck it up. They're funny. But Sean McDermott, firing your offensive coordinator. I saw a tweet. They're third in EPA per play. They're first in scoring per drive. The offense was not the problem. The play calling is not the problem. The problem is Josh Allen is being careless with the football, turning it over too much, and the defense isn't that good. And who's the defensive guy on that team? It's Sean McDermott. Look in the mirror, Sean. You're out of a job after this season, and you know who's going to take over? Have you ever heard of a guy named Bill Belichick? Just kidding. But I wouldn't be surprised. Go over there, Bill. Come on. Uh Bill Belichick coaching the Bills. How about that? A couple of Bills cutting it up. Uh, this is the thing. I do not trust this Bills team. I will not bet on this Bills team. I would not. I'm not going to. I'm not, probably not going to touch this game, but if I did, I'm taking the Jets. Seven points. A lot of points. I wouldn't even tease the Bills down because, honestly, I could see a world in which this game comes down to a final drive with the Jets up like 12 to 9 and then Allen throwing a pick, Right. I just don't know how you can trust Josh Allen now. He is being way too careless with the ball. It's not just interceptions either. I think he has like six fumbles or something like that, where it's all over the place. And he's really reverted back to rookie Josh Allen. And you know where I think Buffalo will not move off him. He's a top five, top six quarterback. I understand this. I really do think he should be in with the Giants. He should be the Giants QB because I think he needs Dable. And... I know they would want to make that happen. I know it's impossible to make happen because Daniel Daniel Jones has a has a huge contract, and now next year it'd be too much dead money for the Bills to trade. But that'd be the match made in heaven for him because I just it seems like Dayball just was able to like rein him in like a horse and then like train him to win the Kentucky Derby, and then they had, then Bob Baffert got suspended because he's been drugging up his horses, and now that horse doesn't even compete at the Belmont, you know. Can't even get the triple crown. So <laughs> I'm going to take the Jets to cover here. What's happened to the Bills is is comedy to me, but uh, it's just crazy. The window is the window is shut. The door's closed. It's over. I think they're going to miss the playoffs. I really do. And if they make it, I don't think they have a chance against the against the Bengals, against the Chiefs, or against any team that has a decent defense and a good offense. So. Give me the Jets. You're welcome, by the way. Comparing uh, Josh Allen to a Kentucky Derby winning horse, but can't compete at the Belmont because he lost Dayball, his trainer. Yeah, that's a good one. Just came up with that on the spot. You're welcome. Steve? Yeah, no, uh, I think Trayvon Diggs is now my uh, favorite hater in the world when he tweeted, let's not forget, he didn't start going off till bro got there. <laughs> oh, my God. He needs to shut yeah. up, too. Has he won anything? What's he done with Dallas? Have they made the Have they made a conference championship game? 
I just love that you tweeted that. Like, dude, you're an NFL player. Why are you tweeting about a team that you're not even on? <laughs> Isn't he recovering from a torn ACL also? Like, he's not even playing this year? Yeah, he's not even playing. He's just sat on the couch tweeting, and it's hilarious. But, you know, for him to tweet something like that, either his brother is an absolute psycho or Stefan Diggs actually... They be talking shit to each well. other. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then I saw another funny meme. It was like, what is it? It said like, Josh Allen, gunslinger, top three baller. And then it shows like Dak stats and it says turnover prone bald bitch. Like, it's just like, Josh Allen has like this, you know, this credit, kind of like Justin Herbert, where he's just guaranteed top five guy. But what has he really actually done? So, I'm not taking the Bills. I'm taking the Jets by 10. I hate the Bills. Thanks for the free win last week, nerds. (laughs) Uh, Who you got here, Greg? Oh, Jets, big time. Uh, They already beat the Bills 22-16 last time they played. There's no way they beat them this time. That's a a demoralizing loss they had. Uh, Jets by two touchdowns. Easy. Jesus. Okay, two more games. Two more games. Um, Vikings, Broncos. Broncos, two and a half point favorites against Dobbs. Dobbs is amazing. I can't hate on him. This Broncos offense, though, is kind of cooking up. And and, and, uh, Vance Joseph, who I honestly do not understand how he was not fired after giving up 70 points to the Dolphins. I just think you have to (laughs) fire your coach when that happens. You have to fire your defensive coordinator when that happens. He's turned it around. And uh, looks like I'm the one eating crow. I'm going to take the Broncos here. Honestly, I know that it's going to go to DeMar Hamlin, the comeback player of the year, and we talked about that a little earlier, but it has – Russell Wilson is actually been balling out, surprisingly. Like, And he's still like – it's still funny because he's still corny and everything, but he's actually been – he's not been turning the ball over. He's been completing passes at a high rate. The passing yards still aren't there. You know, he's still not – it's not like he's going downfield with the ball at all, but – He's doing what he has to do, and this defense has been able to pick up the slack. So I do think this Broncos team has a chance to make the playoffs. It'd be actually insane if they did with how they started. You know, we were talking literally a month ago about how I couldn't wait for the Patriots-Broncos matchup on Christmas Eve because that could really have um, some determining factors on who gets the first pick. I'm going to tell you right now, the Broncos will be fared by eight points in that game. So it will not have any factor for the first pick. My 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 gaze is now fixated on next week's game against the Giants as a Patriots fan. That's the one. But it's crazy what has happened with the Broncos. I really like it. I'm I'm happy for Russ. I'm happy for I'm happy for Broncos fans. Um but we'll see. This is this is a game where they should win. And I think I think I I, I think they will win. I think they'll take care of business. I do if Justin Jefferson comes back, you know, that that's a player it's hard to defend, but maybe he's a decoy this week. I know he practiced all last week, so who knows, maybe he's all the way back in. I don't know. I just like this Broncos defense right now uh, quite a bit. I think that they're handling business and um, making making good teams play bad. So give me Denver. I think they're going to cover. I think they're going to win. Uh, by a touchy. I know you're picking the Broncos. Do you have anything you want to say, Steve? Yeah. Josh Dobbs, feel good story. Ends this week. The Broncos secondary has been insane the last three weeks. They have been. They're finally back to what they should be. I think they can match up to this team well. I think Hawkinson will probably be the guy that will be hard to stop. We're, we're kind of bad at stopping tight ends, especially good big tight ends. So I think he'll be their main receiver. But 
they're going to be able to stop their any kind of the Vikings can't even get a run going half the time anyways. And our secondary is really good. So I think dust up story is over. Broncos by a million. Okay. Greg. Um, yeah, I hate to go the opposite way here, but I don't know that the Broncos proved a whole heck of a lot in Orchard Park. Whoa. I'm sorry. Whoa. I know. Hot take. Barone. Um, how many turnovers did the Bills provide there? Was it five? Provide? You mean how many turnovers did the Broncos no, bring back from the universe? I mean, I mean provide. I mean provide. They were provided as I'll provide you with the fist of the face. Yeah, Josh provide you with the switch kick to the ass. Oh my lord. Wow, it got really violent all of a sudden. The sun don't shine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't see I think the Broncos are gonna have a bit of a letdown. I know it's it's back in mile high and that's that is a pretty good home field there. But I'm a Josh Dobbs believer. I don't I don't know that he deserves as much hype as he's getting. But um the Vikings have a pretty legit defense. I don't know that uh I don't know that the Broncos run D is gonna be able to contain whoever's running the ball for the Vikings this week. I know it's gonna be some random guy I don't know the name of. But uh, I think that whoever that is, they'll have some success here. And I, I got to say, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Like everybody's acting like it's vintage Russ. Okay. So vintage Russ, what, did he require five turnovers and then a missed field goal at the end of the game? And then like, oh, uh, come on. Uh, come on. It wasn't a missed like, field goal. They had 12 field on a play. It was distracting the kicker. <laughs> He missed the field goal though, if not for that penalty. So, and it was a 40... people in the play. He was just distracted. Okay. Yeah, he's like, Why is there one more person in the middle there? Like, right. I'm not... Okay. I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole with y'all, but I'm taking he kicked it quick because he knew there was 12 men on the field. He had to, he had to get the that's... penalty to get closer. Hey, that's a good kicker right there. Hey, play um, Will Lutz. And... Wherever Sean, Sean Payton goes, Will Lutz will follow. Fair enough. Yeah. Will Lutz, who probably shouldn't have a job anymore, but Vikings two and a half. I'll take it. I love those points. Not going to need them, but I'll take them. Oh, you're going to need them badly. Uh, yeah, go bet that, idiot. <laughs> Eagles and Chiefs, uh, great Monday night game. Like I said, they actually paid us with some uh, good primetime games with a lot of shit in between this week. So I'm going to see how I like this. It's going to be a different type of football watching for me this week uh, where it seems like the day slates on Sunday is, uh, but then the the primetime games will have, will have me fixated. Um, Eagles and Chiefs, two and a half. Both teams coming off a bye. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this real quick. Right quick. Travis Kelsey spent his bye week in Buenos Aires. Okay. Mucking it up with the Swifts. Mm -hmm. Not the Swifties, the Swifts. He was with the parents. Donna, Donna Kelsey saw this. And she's expecting a certain Taylor Swift to be back in the States at Kansas City on Monday night to watch her loving boyfriend play her loving boyfriend's brother. Both of her sons will be in action. Donna will be at this game, and she's expected to see Taylor there. And my question is, will Taylor be there or not? And I do not think she is because she's on her South American swing for her heiress tour. And so for that, I'm expecting a terrible game out of Travis. He's going to be looking up in his box the whole time saying, maybe she'll come, maybe she'll show up. She won't, she won't be there. She's not going to show up, Travis. Don't get your hopes up. Donna might have tears in her eyes. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if I see Donna sobbing 
when Taylor doesn't show up to that game. And for that and that reason only, I'm taking the Eagles to win this game outright. I honestly might even put my survivor on this. I'm not going to, but I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it. When Taylor does not show up for Travis, Travis performs poorly. And this is going to be – and by the way, I'm going to say this right now. This that These are all jokes, of course, but I promise you that if the Chiefs do not win the Super Bowl this year, Chiefs fans will turn on Travis Kelsey so quickly saying he did not care about football this year. And a lot of people think Taylor might get Taylor Swift might get some uh, some problems here. It's not going to be her at all. They're going to blame Travis Kelsey. They're going to say he's not fo- focused on football. Podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're going to say he's not focused on football anymore. He's trying to build his brand. He's trying to build a relationship with this pop star. And it's going to be he's bad trying to for get Travis me the Kelsey. fucking the COVID Pfizer nanobots. In my yep, body. yep. It's going to be yeah. You know, Kansas City Chief fans. Remember when they won the Super Bowl and they did like the whole like kneel for unity thing and they got booed by their fans. In 2020, yeah. the ones that were out of the stadium, they like literally booed Unity. Those fans are going to hate Travis Kelsey if they don't win the Super Bowl this year, which I do not think they will. Uh, this game in particular, I I think the Chiefs' offense has a serious problem against good defenses, and I'll be I'll be I'll give my honest analysis here. They have a serious problem against good defenses. They even not so good defenses. This Chiefs' offense just is not good. They have one good player outside of they have one good skill player, and it's it's Kelsey. And I think teams are now honing in on him. You see how the Dolphins defended him. You see how the Broncos defended him. You just triple, you just bracket him. And you force the other receivers and the other weapons to to beat you. And they just can't. They just can't. And Mahomes is having a struggle of a season compared to, compared to what we're normally seeing out of him. And I've made this comparison all the time. It's the 2006 Patriots where Brady had nothing. They made the AFC Championship game, but you just run out of talent, and maybe they can get through that. I think the AFC is too strong, though. I mean, I don't see a world in which they can actually beat. Uh, I don't think they can beat the Bengals. I think in a rematch against the Dolphins, especially if it's in Miami, it won't be. But if it would be in Miami, I think they'd struggle against Miami. It's it's a lot of teams here, and I think they're going to lose this game. The Eagles defense is legit. I'm pretty sure Bradbury and Slater are both going to be playing. I know they got hurt at the end of the Cowboys game a few weeks ago, but they're both going to be playing. Um, that defensive line's great, and I think th- I think Jalen Hurts is going to have going to be effective in this game. A little brother uh, brotherly shove all the way down the field. I think they might use it this time. <laughs> I hope they do. But I'm going to go with the Eagles uh, to win this outright. I don't need the points, but I like them, as somebody said in the last pick. <laughs> Give me Philly. You like that great the little callback? <laughs> Five minute callback. I like it. Uh, I like it. Thank you, uh, Steven. You know the scene in uh, Talladega Nights where Ricky Bobby leaves his dad like tickets under a pseudonym so yep. he can watch him race. Yep. Yeah, that's me with Scooter Braun for every Chiefs away game. Whoa, <laughs> Scooter. But uh, I'm gonna take the Eagles. Um, I really want to know who the reps are betting on in this game because both these teams love to get preferential treatment mm, from the refs. Good, but point. so far this year, the, the Eagles have been, I think, the refs are the actual favorite team and the NFL's favorite team. I think they're they're rooting on this team to make the Super Bowl again and win one. I'll give you uh, the Philly's, assignments. Yeah, it's week ten. Philly, Philly, or week eleven. Yeah, week ten. Week eleven, I think. Right. It's week eleven. How they not week eleven? Okay, well, I'll find it. You you keep talking. Sorry. Yeah, no, I'm gonna take the Eagles. Uh, they're the favorite. I think. I think. Uh, you know, 
sports organizations like the MLB, the NFL, NBA, I think they're realizing Philly might be the best market to cater towards. They have the best fans. They probably have the best city to go to. Um, I think they want the Eagles to win so that they can market this as a, will the Eagles actually win the Super Bowl when they get the Chiefs to go into another Super Bowl again? So give me the Eagles here. Oh, it's this corrupt motherfucker, Sean Smith. Oh, yeah, uh, Sean Smith. Where, where, I don't know. This this guy, you can go either way. It's this dude. You know, everybody knows this guy. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows him. You know him, Greg? Yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> no, he's fucking corrupt. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. you got to think who he's betting on. See, that's what I was saying, man. How's he get that game? That's a Bill Vinovich game if I've ever heard one. Bill Vinovich is the best <laughs> official. Uh, Carl Schaefer's also good. <laughs> yeah, I told you it's going to be a corrupt game. Okay, so who are you taking? You think the Eagles get the round for us? I'm never picking. I'm never picking the Chiefs. I will never pick the Chiefs. I like it, and I will always pick the Eagles. Philly's my secondary town. I hate that, uh, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> uh you you never bet against Mahomes as a favorite of minus three or lower. That's all I'm gonna say. And that's the only okay. reason I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm just saying, I know you guys hate numbers and you hate history and all that garbage jargon. 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 Yeah, whatever. Um mean. but uh one last number. Mahomes is 15, 4, and 1 as a favorite of three or lower. So um, I, I don't know how you can really bet against him at home here at minus two and a half. Like it's such a bargain. The Eagles barely, barely, barely beat the Cowboys. Like that was, that was a game. The Cowboys should have won. Like they, they were, what were they on like seven yard line. They had like three shots at it and they couldn't get it going. Individual rival. Game. If we're doing that, uh, Greg, I w- I'm not even going to push back. Uh, like in that, I'm just going to say, if we are doing that, then. Philly killed the Dolphins, and the and the KC really struggled against the Dolphins, and they really benefited no, that, off of a yeah, off of, which that's should have a been a drop for a for a fumble six. That's, that's a, a better point. point. <laughs> that, that is that is probably a better point. That probably is a better point. I'm still taking the Chiefs. I mean, Chiefs, I will say this: Chiefs, Andy Reid off a bye is a good is a good reason to take the Chiefs too. I will give you that off off a bye at home, not not so much off a bye on the road. But you're right, off a bye at home, he's pretty rock solid. Yeah. And I gotta think, I gotta think. The calls are going to go the Chiefs way here. They're at home. I, I don't know. I, I just I, everything. You saw here the is ref, screaming. and that's your opinion now. You know who you know who's calling the game. And you're like, hey, well, I, 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 no, I don't know. I don't really know because um, it is it is two teams that they get every call somehow. So you do wonder which way it's going to go. I guess I just would favor that the home team's going to get more calls thrown their way. Um, and I think the Chiefs' defense is actually better than the Eagles' defense this year. Like they're sneaky good. It's close. Um, I don't think that's a hot. I don't think that's even a hot take. Yeah, it's not a hot take. I mean, it, it, I think that's probably pretty clear. Um, they've got one of the best pass rushers in the league, and uh, it's not even Chris Jones is insane. Um, so yeah, I'm going with the I'm going with the Chiefs minus two and a half. Um, it'll probably be a pretty good game. I think this will be back and forth, like the kind of like the Chargers, um, Detroit game, just maybe with a little bit less offense. Uh, but should be a, a really fun Monday night game for us. Awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. Okay, we're gonna do Survivor, and then we're gonna call it a, call it a pod. We did this in one take. Uh, for Survivor this week, I still do... wow. There's a lot of teams. Okay, so what can I use? You have it wrote down, right? So you you have used Detroit, 
Cleveland, and Seattle. And Steven has used Philadelphia, New Orleans, and Dallas. I have used Detroit, Cleveland, and Dallas. So I can't use so once, again, once again, strong. Say mine, say mine, please. Sorry, you've used Detroit, Cleveland, and Seattle. Detroit, Cleveland, and Seattle. Okay. I'm going to use the Detroit, Cleveland, and Seattle. I'm going to use Dallas. You guys used Dallas last week. I'll use them this week. Why not? Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins. Okay. I am taking the Dolphins too. God, I hope I hope somehow. Greg hasn't had one original pick yet. <laughs> he goes through it every time. Next okay, week, he goes through every time. Hey. Yeah. I, okay. To be fair, I. I also I, picked I, the Saints I, one week. You should have tailed that week. No way. I hate the Saints. The Saints are scary. But I respect I, I respect you getting that out of the way, honestly, Steven, because they are. Oh, a good wait. Team. Did I say I was going to do risky this week? Yeah, and you're not. Miami's like the biggest spread of the week. Yeah, but is there even a risky pick? Go Denver. Uh, you could go New York Giants. Because <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> I did say they. You did. I did say they win. <laughs> yeah, back it up. No, I don't. I don't like this week. It's all like bad teams versus bad teams and good teams versus good teams. So I might as well take the one really good team versus one really bad team. You guys are trying to get me out. Fuck you guys. Well, you Absolutely. get you get a, you get a free loss. Yeah, but you already know I'm going to buy back in. We're still trying to get just back to even, Stephen. Wow, I yeah, didn't mean you... to say that. I so I'm sorry. Well, well, that well, felt well, really forced, well, though. Okay, uh, it's it's <laughs> late here now. We had a way to record because Greg wanted to gallivant with some tennis players. Um, we have a tennis tournament think... on, huh? Including you, we were at the bar together, like Galvant. You came. <laughs> well, I went quick. Jackass. I left early. I got out of there quick. Uh, you did. I will. Uh, we have a tennis tournament on Saturday. Mustache, we got to win this. If Absolutely. we lose, I will break my racket. I will tell you that right now. If uh, we lose our first match, Bruno, I'm breaking my racket. That thing's shattering. Uh, so. Fair. We're playing a guy named Bruno. Is that a movie? Oh yeah, the. Uh... It's like uh, <laughs> is it the Walking Phoenix? No, no. Bruno. Uh, it's that comedy with Sasha uh, Baron Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he's like a hairstylist. What's the one? What's the one? Uh, named a boy named Bruno. It comes a boy, a boy in the striped pajamas. That's not the movie I'm talking about. It just came out. It's uh oh, a boy named Bo. Oh, Bo. You're talking about uh. Walk. It's a Joaquin Phoenix film. Yeah, and it's... what's it called? Now I need to find it. I found it. it Bo is afraid. Yeah, Bo is afraid, and it's it's supposed to be kind of like. Uh... I know. I, I I haven't seen it. It's not, I'm not gonna watch it. But I'm gonna tell you this: Bruno well, it's is afraid. It's a Steer film, which I mean is like, it's gonna be weird. He's the guy that made Hereditary, Midsummer. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good off seeing that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm okay. But uh, okay, fellas, listen. Week 11 in the books. We'll be back for week 12. You will be updated on if we are tennis champions or not. Uh, if I broke a racket, if I won my bets, of course. And yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to check in on how, how these two fellas did as well on all those, on all those things. Steven, if you play tennis this week, let me know. Also, if you're here in Spokane, Steven, come meet up. There's beer at the tennis club. Come watch. What time is your uh, well, end the thing first? Goodbye. Our, fir- our first match is at 9 a.m. And then after it'd be 2.30. 
if, if we I'm win. In town when we win. Huh? If I'm in town by then, I'll uh, come watch. Dude, fucking fly private over here, man. We're aristocrats. We don't be driving. I like yeah, I'm, driving, I'm driving with the boys. It's going to be a full car. A full car? Why not a full jet? It's going to be me, Fish. Fish is coming? Yeah. I know Fish ain't coming over to my side of this estate. Yeah, Fish is coming. Wow, I'm gonna I'm gonna slap him up. Uh, okay, sounds good. We'll we'll be in contact. I'll probably see you Saturday night then, Steve. No matter what. All right, see you. All right, see you guys. Have a good rest right, of your peace. night, and we will be back next week. Peace.